Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another Bar Talks, the podcast. It's your girl, Queenie, and I am continuing the conversation um, talking about inspiration and who has inspired us to our greatness. So today I am excited that I have one of the most beautiful spirits that I know. Uh, she just so happens to be a great little millennial. Um, her name is Tia Monet. I am so happy to actually have you in this space with me today. So welcome, Tia. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. <laughs> no, no, no. The honor is mine. You are uh, such a beautiful spirit. And so Thank I'm glad you. that you said you would join all these old fogies. Uh, <laughs> because, hey, you have something to share as well. Um, and we are talking to people, uh, just kind of, you know, drilling down to the thing that um, has inspired you to your greatness. You have, in your short years, you've done a lot of things. You've had a lot of experiences. Uh, and I've been afforded the opportunity to watch you grow up from afar. Um, but I know that there's something great that lies down inside of you. And so many of us see it. And I want to know, um, where do you get your inspiration from? Well, my source of inspiration has changed, especially in my 20s. And I'm only 22, but I just see like the difference between 20, 21 and 22 is huge. Like I changed the most I ever have in just like these two years, well, three kind of, but, um, but okay, well, normally where I get my inspiration from is my mom because she had so many challenges, like from just having breast cancer and having to deal with that my senior year of high school when I'm you know, applying to all these colleges out of state and trying to get out of Virginia. Most are in New York because I'm a dancer. Most are in New York. One was in North Carolina. Got accepted into all of them. Couldn't go to any of them. So last minute, I had to find a college in Virginia. Okay. And so that was like how it started but I just you know I went to be close to my mom but all that inspired me because there were times when she literally told me and my sister go get the black dresses ready because I don't even know if I'm going to see tomorrow and it's so hard like seeing seeing your mom in such a state and just hearing those words like you want to think it's a joke but you know like it's not a joke right and just the fact that my mom woke up every day and was still put one foot in front of the other, like she's doing now. Yeah. It, it, really, it really inspired me because there are so many times when we're scared and we can't just stop in our tracks. Like you have to look here in the eye and continue on. Yeah. And that, so she really inspired me in that sense. And so did God, because in the Bible, you know, he says like, do not fear. And I literally had to repeat that to myself to a point until I believed it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is huge, Tia. Yeah. That's that a huge is- lesson to learn at such a young age. Yeah. yeah. And that's really what made it hard, especially now because, you know, I'm a senior and I was trying to just start my career, start my life as a media professional. And my mom, she had just some life-threatening challenges. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one who could care for her. So with a media degree, I turned to a nurse. <laughs> so I have so much respect for nurses now, but that was just not what I wanted to do. But of course, you know, there was no one else who could do it. Of course. And I I was I definitely had to mature a lot. I had to learn patience and compassion and I felt like a mom. Yeah. And that hurt me a lot because I felt like my mom was being taken from me yeah. and I had to be a mom. And it's harder to be a mom to an adult than it is to a baby because yeah. it's exactly what they want. They know when they want it. Like, you can't just feed them anything. No, we're hard-headed. You can't just wear anything. Like, (laughs) so that, like, her, like, just seeing her go through that and press on inspired me. But becoming an adult and becoming myself 
I began to see qualities in my mom, just like any human that I didn't like. Yeah. And I saw them manifesting myself. So that was when my inspiration source kind of changed a bit. Okay. And so now who inspires me are the people who haven't made it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Mentoring the people who don't even think that they can see beyond what they have right in front of them. They inspire me because if they see me like, okay, they saw me in college. So now I'm like, they see me in college. Now they know I got to graduate. Yeah. Now, you know, they saw me like win a local title. So now they're like, okay, so what work are you going to put in to try and be Miss Virginia? Like, you know, they see everything and it just holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like, when I want to sleep in and not get up and go for a jog or a run, I think, well, these girls are looking up to see what I'm about to do for Miss Virginia. And I know I need to get up and stay in shape. So that's when... I get up and I just try and do it. So that really inspires me. And it just motivates me to practice what I preach. Yeah, look at that. Oh my yeah. God, I love it. Okay, so so I have to now, because you open up the worm, you're talking about Miss Virginia. And yeah. I, bro, what is these aspirations? I mean, what you got going on? Yeah, um, I am. I saw so Miss Cardinal right now, which is the local preliminary title, which qualifies me to compete to be the next Miss Virginia. Now, it was supposed to be in June. And, you know, I'm pretty sure all of us are like really into it, you know, running, sprinting to that finish line, trying to do everything we can do for Miss Virginia. But now it's pushed back to June 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. It's like, one, you got to stay the same dress size because I found a dress oh. I loved. <laughs> I fell in love with the dress two days before I found out that it was postponed. And, um... Yeah, and then it's just like, you just have to continue to be in the public eye and just continue to try and just stay relevant and give yeah. back somehow and use your platform to your advantage in these circumstances mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so the judges can see that. And it's a lot of pressure and it's really hard because social media is the big thing now. Yes. It, it quickly turned from something that I do in my idle time for fun to a job which is taxing yeah yeah wow so um okay so so at the end of this interview you'll be able to kind of leave uh a trail so we can follow you okay yeah. you're going to leave that information yeah <laughs> you're super exciting super energetic i love it oh uh, you just motivate and inspire me to get my butt up too and <laughs> Go run, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're all looking at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go run in my 40s. I'm gonna still be. <laughs> and you be doing it. You be motivating me when you're on the track with your son and hiking. I'm like, you know, I gotta. You know that goes to show how we're all connected. We're yes. All influencers, big and small, we're all influencers. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And and just you saying that like that it's something I realized and it's just like people aren't always going to like hundreds of people aren't always going to see like what you post but my goal is just to post meaningful content absolutely, absolutely. that you know that just like shines through yeah. and you're still impacting someone so you're absolutely right we are all influencers we're all influencers girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is my second question um is uh what is one of the most rewarding things you have learned while on this journey uh, called life um, that have maybe inspired you or continues to feed you? Hmm. My, something I learned was just that, um, not because, okay, I'm high maintenance. I was raised to be spoiled, but I had to oh learn. Oh my God, your mom. Now, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, know, I do I love know. your mom, but. Everyone's <laughs> blame my mom for this growing up. They said, <laughs> a brat and I yeah. am <laughs> yes, yes 
Yeah. Yeah. Your mom is so supportive and she thinks you are amazing. Yeah. No, that can spoil us. Yeah, so now it's like, it's kind of hard, like, finding people who will live up to that and give me everything I want. Your but, mom is your biggest cheerleader, girl. Trust me. Um, so for those that's listening, you guys don't know, but her mom, who I love dearly, she was one of my clients when I was a hairstylist. Bulldog. Yeah. And Tia, 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 all we heard in that chair was Tia, Tia. <laughs> so I knew then, before I ever truly met you or even saw you blossom into this beautiful woman, that you were her absolute world. And I know she had an older daughter and a yeah. daughter, but you were the baby that she was raising. Yeah, and it was yeah. Tia, Tia, <laughs> here's her dance. Look at her video. Look, oh. and I showed up and came to one of those things, and you were amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetie. I remember that time too. I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, I know Mom is a huge, huge cheerleader for Tia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and even just like from then to now, it's so crazy. Like just reflecting on our relationship and how it's changed. Yeah. But the one thing that I learned that. I'm very grateful for is just not finding approval or anything or love or attention in others, but finding it in myself. And that was really hard for me because I grew up in a competitive environment mm -hmm. that's fueled by what people think about you. Right. Like as a dancer and even in pageants. And sometimes that drives me nuts about pageants because I'm like, my fate is not in my hands. Like <laughs> I can do a, a great, amazing job, but yeah. it's still up to how people view me. Yeah. You know, so. I had to learn that no matter what, like, I'm, I'm still me and I deserve to be in the room. I, you know, I had to learn yes. like so much like self-confidence and self-esteem myself, especially because like I was in a three-year relationship mm -hmm. and I, when I had first gone into the relationship, I was not looking for anything serious, mm -hmm. but this person was trying to turn me into a wife. Uh, and okay. I had just transferred to Norfolk State University mm -hmm. and I didn't have any friends. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, it was just an opportunity, I guess. Yes. And, but it turned toxic because once I got comfortable, once I started making friends and everything, I wanted to go out and do this and do that and do that, you know, and he didn't want that. Yeah. So we fell out a lot and it just became really toxic. And we stayed together for three years, toxic three years. Yeah. But when I got out of that, and I was scared to leave because I was scared of being lonely. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, you just get so comfortable. And even after we ended, it was so hard for me to not try and run to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, that was when I really had to learn because I'm like, that's toxic. I rebounds, you know, I'm yeah. older now. They don't work. I know they don't work. <laughs> you can't replace someone with like three other people. It's just yeah. not gonna work. But exactly. So I really had to find that. And then when I found like me, and just know that like, I can encourage myself. I can, at the end of the day, I have to be my biggest cheerleader, especially when I was so used to even my mom being my biggest cheerleader. She was in and out of the hospital for four months. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't come to anything. Like the pageant that I won, she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I cried in the dressing room because all the other girls, you know, they're with their moms. And I'm used to my mom helping me with my makeup and hair too. Right. And it was so hard, like being alone, but I'm like, I have to do this. I told myself I'm gonna do this. And I, I am, I'm just like so proud. I'm going to get a crown tonight. Like that's what I want to do. And when I did that, I, I proved to myself that I really could yeah. do anything. And honestly, it's weird how I even found pageants because random trigger warning, but I was sexually assaulted in mm -hmm. college. Mm -hmm. And I was, that caused a lot of depression and anxiety for me. Right. Uh -huh. And um, that I lost myself completely. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I was just trying to find myself in something. And doing pageants, like, made me feel a sense of purpose again. Yeah. 
something I could challenge myself to do, you know, uh, challenge myself to look good and be sharp and just be politically involved, but also like help my community. And that's when I found so many things. That's where I found the Girl Scouts. And that's just where I started speaking at different organizations. And I was finding myself Mm -hmm. in community service. And that was how I got into pageantry. It just, it was so random, but it just felt like something I just needed to do. So long story short, no, beautiful. <laughs> my, um, yeah, that's just a really big achievement is just knowing that like, if I put my head to something and I, it's a dream because I always told myself I wanted to be Miss Virginia, but I didn't have like the self love for myself to know that if this is something you want to do, you can go for it and do it. So for years I told myself, you can never do it for this reason or that reason or this reason. And as soon as I put my mind to it and was in pursuit of it, I said, I got to tell people, like, they got to try and do this, too. <laughs> that was when I started bothering little girls and, like, the little, like, YMCAs and Girl Scouts. And I was like, whatever you want to do, like, don't think you're just confined to what you see your parents doing. Because not all of them graduated college. Yeah. Not all of them are doing, like, what they want to do. Yes. So oh. those girls don't think they can do that either. So I'm just like, whether I miss Virginia or not, like, there's so many other, like, accomplishments and things that you can do and go after. And I just, I, I felt like... It was almost my purpose to like tell these girls like don't stay stuck in where you're at. It's just you know everything is a season. Yeah. But if you have a goal, a dream, write it down and just try and make a little plan for it. So every goal that they have, I'm like, okay, so you gotta graduate college. You gotta write that down, you gotta do it. And then just you know, we just go through step by step how they can make that happen. My goodness, <laughs> you know, I just, I, you're so, so, so amazing of a young girl. I, I you know, you are developing, continue, because we all do, you know, doesn't matter how old we get, girl, we still be evolving and developing. Oh my gosh, I'm going to change more. <laughs> you will, I promise you. Oh, I just started liking myself now. I'm going to change more, you know, and likely you'll grow more in love with who you are. And okay you'll become even more authentic in who you are. Um, It's a beautiful thing. And and even to hear you speak up about uh, having been assaulted um, as a young woman and you're able to speak about it as a young woman, because many of us didn't didn't have a voice and find a voice to speak about that until we were older. And by that time, people really didn't want to hear it because we were okay. You know what I mean? So it's nice that you are able, one, to speak about it and two, recognize that it was toxic and why you stayed connected. Um, I think it's, it's important that we learn that early and it's even more important that uh, we have these kind of conversations and someone listening, you know, they're going to get something out of what you just said. Yeah. Because maybe sh- that person is listening as well and they're hearing and they know that they're going through something. And here it is a young, vibrant, beautiful woman um, that's talking about this and so openly and so free because now you have found out that guess what? It was toxic and I had work to do to get my Exactly. And Miss Queenie, I don't know, it was on my heart to say yeah. this, but I was raped recently. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And I exactly what you said, exactly how I felt. So like I did get help like from the sexual assault mm-hmm. before. So I have like tactics and ways to move on and cope for myself but it's exactly like you said like I have a job to do I'm some there's something I'm trying to go I'm trying to go somewhere I got somewhere to be so I know like it happened I know that person's going to get what they have coming to them but I just couldn't let that like throw me off track so if there is someone 
who has been affected by that, don't let that get you off track. You still have something to do. God put you here to accomplish something. So many things that happen, but that doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change what you're worth. We got a job to do. We got things to do. We got to keep going. Such a beautiful value. You are such a beautiful gem over there. (laughs) Well, listen, you, you kind of already, um, shared my parts of my next question question on my next ask which is if there's um anything that you would like to leave um in this space for someone to open up later on in my little time capsule of conversation um while they're on their journey Uh, many people are in need of inspiration many people are kind of stuck because right now we're talking during a time that's the pandemic is going on and um, that's something we're all being affected by. So uh, who knows when a person may open this in the future and you know, they're like, wow, they were having this discussion or they were doing this during the pandemic or, you know. <laughs> um, but yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> if there's anything, you know, that you would like to just leave with someone that may stumble across our interview, then please do so at this time. Yeah, so I know like inspiring, like inspiration in myself, I figured, well, there's always something that I want to do better. There's so much, like so many ways I want to grow. And since, you know, like it's pandemic and everything is kind of, oh, I figured like, you know, why not like zoom in on like some things that I want to do better. So like I wrote some of them down. Like for one, it was like just dancing and being more flexible and staying in shape. Like I don't want to necessarily like gain or lose any weight, but I know like my stamina is not where it should be. So I I started reading a book. So reading is a great thing, but also it's just setting like one small habit and just having the self-discipline to do it every day. And that will translate to everything in life. So for me, it was waking up every day at seven because I'm not a morning person. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm most productive during one to three. So during like hours of one and three, I'm like working on my website and working on my portfolio. So I'm trying to be like really productive. So I said, well, I can't stay up any later or like move anything around in the middle of the day. I only have the morning. So <laughs> I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just go, I'm going to go, you know, drive to the parkway and I'm just going to go for a jog. And then after that, my muscles will be warm so I can stretch. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the sun's coming up and everything. So I can just like read a book for a couple minutes and then I come back and then finish my day. And just doing that, just picking up that one habit, I felt like more disciplined in myself. And studies show that self-discipline is directly linked to in like self-image and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So it's the way that, you know, like the way you do one thing and having the discipline to do it, see it through and carry it out you'll feel much better about yourself. You'll love yourself more. You'll value yourself more. And you'll think that you can really do anything. So it's really just choosing one thing, starting with one thing. Like even if it's just eating a banana a day, it's just one thing and doing it consistently will help you be consistent in other areas of your life. And I'm learning that too. So that is a big inspirating thing. (laughs) Girl, we should have called this the empower hour. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much, Tia. So is there um, a way, like, I know you're Miss Cardinal, and I know that you are running for Miss Virginia. Yes. Uh, So um, is there a way that, you know, our listeners can follow you on social media? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm mainly on Instagram, but I'm also on Facebook. But on Instagram, my Instagram is Miss Cardinal underscore VA. 
Okay. And then my my personal Instagram, huh? I'm I'm letting them know Miss Cardinal underscore V A. Yes. And then my personal Instagram is hey underscore I'm underscore underscore Tia. Okay. Yeah. So those are the main social media handles I'm on. Okay. Okay. And is there um, a way that do you? So uh, this is patentry. I was never a contestant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there is there a way that we need to follow like um, the 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 pageant or is that something that you share on your social media so that people follow their support? Uh, I don't know if the sponsorship. Do we don't? How do we how do we support you? It's so it's really hard right now because there were like all the answers to your questions. They all had like things put in place like to help, but it's like we all feel so uncomfortable right now, like asking for money or anything like that in this situation. So it's really good. The Miss Virginia organization is super understanding of all of that. And um, because I have a year, there's, you know, there's more time, but yeah, but just by following like the Miss Cardinal underscore VA page, we can definitely iron out some of those details. All right. Perfect. I just want to make sure that you have a good support, um, you know, a good support base. I believe in you and uh, I just thank you so much. Share your information to the Bar Talks page or even to me. You you can reach me personally. You know how to do that. (laughs) Share the information and if there's anything I can do to help support you then absolutely I will do that um again you know Tia I really appreciate you sharing in this space I honor our time together um you are amongst a lot of amazing people that have inspired to greatness um and inspire greatness from others uh so be proud of that because I'm telling you some of the discussions that you will hear uh during this whole time when we release this podcast will surprise you, will probably just blow your mind to just connect and hear these people and to know that here you are contributing to something like this that is inspiring others. I believe that our conversations are going to impact those that listen. Wow, that's amazing. That's so amazing. So I'm, I'm thankful to have you here with me. So listeners, we are about to wrap this up. I so, as always, appreciate our time together. I'm thankful for you all. Uh, I ask you all to continue to be inspired, and I ask you all to continue to aspire to inspire others. Uh, we need each other and we are connected and the only way many people can move forward is by finding some sense of belief in us so thank you again Tia Monet thank you so much yes and so I look forward to continuing to watch you grow and blossom oh thank you so much Miss Queenie can't wait to talk to you again absolutely absolutely Bar Talks family it's your girl Queenie I am out peace and love always